0: Today we feature audio from the Elite Business Advice podcast with Chris Moore in this episode Chris talks with Patrick Varnum from Brightside Insurance Agency about the importance of educating yourself on insurance and the different needs you may have as a business owner.
1: Welcome to the Elite Business Advice podcast. My name is Chris Moore. I'm the founder of Elite Business Advisors. And the goal of our podcast is to help you grow your business, but also educate you on a variety of topics that affect self-employed small business owners. Today's episode, we've got Patrick Varnum. He's the owner of Brightside Insurance Agency. Um, He's just recently launched out on his own. But we're going to talk through a little bit about how he uses social media media personally and for his business, um, to build his brand and his following. So Pat, welcome to the show. Thanks for being here. Hey, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks.
2: I uh, appreciate you taking time to come do this. So tell us a little bit about yourself. So I, uh, I am a. I, I'm just a, a midwestern, uh, a midwestern guy. I've, I've lived in Illinois almost all of my life. Smithton, Smithton, Illinois. Yeah, right. So huge town. There. I think we've got almost four thousand people. You now, know, what? So, it's
1: funny though. Out of uh, about twenty-five episodes, you're the second person from Smithton. Right. Been on here. So we so do what something. A small world. We, we do something right. You guys there. got something. We going do something for right you.
2: there. That's He's sick. a good guy too. I like, I, I like Derek a lot. Guy. Um, but no, I live out in Smithton, Illinois. Small town, wife and family, two dogs. Um, nothing crazy sounding about it. Um. I've just kind of always grown up, grown up in the West. My parents and my grandparents lived out yep. here. They actually adopted me when I was two months old. That's so awesome. I lucked out. Like, at the end of the day, Great over family. anything, yep. I don't know how I got picked. So yep. I've always kind of worn that uh, on my sleeve. You know, yep. when I think about life, I'm just like, could be worse. It could That's always cool. be worse.
1: That's really cool. So that, that really explains your positive attitude you always have.
2: Yeah, in general, because yeah. I just think, like, man, it could have been way worse than what it was. Yep. And even when I've had, you know, situations that weren't ideal, I'm just like, all right, but there's a silver lining to this yep. somewhere, which also helped when I was thinking of the name of Brightside Insurance. I was going to say, like, there's like a correlation here. There's a bright side to it. Like, I nobody likes it. insurance. Nobody likes dealing with claims. Right. The bright side is you had coverage. Yep. And some coverage like is better that. than none.
1: <laughs> I like that. I like that. I was curious where the branding came from with that. Yeah, so that's well, good. Just, a, just a. It suits you well, though. Like I said, knowing you for a handful of years now, like it suits you and your personality well. Um, and you make insurance fun
2: which is weird, right? It's super boring. Like, most people don't ever... Want to talk about insurance, yeah. which is, I get it. Like, I I'm, I say that as a business owner, as somebody who talks about it every yeah. day, yeah. I understand why you don't want to talk about it. Right. You just want to be protected, yep. pay your bill, and move on and hope that you don't have to call me and go, Patrick, I ruined my car. Or Patrick, my isn't, house burned down. Isn't
1: that what's funny about insurance, though, is like, you, you
2: pay for something that you hope you never need just yes. so you can sleep at night. It's, a, it's the weirdest concept ever. If, if I said to most people, like, hey, I'm going to give you a piece of paper, and it's going to protect your $200,000 house. And you're going to give me money and hope that you never have to use this piece of paper.
1: <laughs> sounds like a pyramid. But just
2: keep giving me, right? Right. Like. And so, all of the insurance companies are yeah. praying that you don't have to use your yep. insurance, but they want to give you a good price and good yeah. coverage. So, that exactly. on your worst day, you've got yeah. a bright side.
1: Yeah. I love that. Uh, you know, it's funny. I feel like I say that a lot with people, like, you know, because we've had people on here and accountants and attorneys and, you know, there's mm-hmm. different industries. And I always say, like, oh, you make it fun. And, and I like after I just said that to you, I'm like, well, it's probably because, like, the people that are on here are good, personable people, right? Like, yeah. the accountants we have on here aren't your typical accountants. Right. They're not great. the Excel dork number crunchers. No offense to anybody Listen, to this. Like, you know they're like fun people that can interact and be personable. So, um, so the listeners that, that plug in every week. Um, sorry that I say that a lot, but you guys make what you do fun. Because well, are good I, people to
2: be around. I think that's a good thing, a reoccurring theme. Like, yeah. and I have I have strongly suggested to my own son, who's now a freshman in high school. I said, you can do anything you want, but you yep. will always have to be able to talk to people. Yep. And if you can't get your ideas to resonate with them, you will not have success. That's so. Good. I don't care what you want to do. Right. You tell me what makes you happy and that's what you should pursue. I love it. But you have to be able to talk to people because yep. nobody's just going to approach you and go, oh, here, take all of my money yeah. for no reason. Yep. So... Make sure you can speak to it, Yeah, whatever it
1: is. So tell kind of briefly a little bit, so we talk insurance, you know, so what is it you really focus on with people with Brightside Insurance Agency, more personal lines? Yes. So
2: I I focus more on on the personal side. I I mean, as an insurance broker, I will have access to commercial carriers as well for for small businesses. But it's something almost where I probably at some point I will look for a partner in that because I'm not as passionate about it. Um, I think that personal lines insurance affects more people because- I'd say eighty percent of eighty percent of to ninety percent of America is probably W two. Like right. they're not small business owners, so yep. they have different needs. Part of it is just making sure that they are un, uh, educated and understand what insurance they're getting. And yep. I think online has done a great job of making it easy because right. you can get insurance at three o'clock in the morning. Right, but it doesn't necessarily make it right. Yeah, um, I can buy a policy. For myself, and I know what the differences between the coverages are, what my endorsements are for those policies, what my deductibles are, and I can say, okay, I like this, and here's how it plays out if I need to make a claim. But if a person isn't paying attention to that and says, like, hey, I just want the cheapest thing out there, they'll get it, uh, but it won't be good.
1: I understand coverage limits. I understand deductibles and the difference between collision and comprehensive. That's all I got for you. Hey, so I love
2: knowing somebody like you. Exactly. It's like, hey,
1: let me explain this to you. Well,
2: and the, and the way that I try and make it easier for clients is I always want to know what they do. One, I just think it's good to know, like, hey, you know, what what kind of background are you coming from? Because things that are important to somebody who is an architect or right. a doctor or a CPA <laughs> might be different from yeah. somebody who is a musician or in food right. services. Like, and there's no wrong answer. It's just they might not relate to it as much. So yeah. I always want to know what they do. But then I try and tell them, like, Look, I had a a customer last week, and I said, what do you do? And she said she's a phlebotomist. And I was like, look, I promise you if it was day one of me coming to phlebotomy school, which I don't even think that's a thing. No, but it was. And and she laughed because she she already knew I was wrong. I said, I would have so many questions for you because I don't know what you do. (laughs) And you would say, oh, I do this all day long. I live and breathe it. Great. Well, that's That's what I do on the insurance side. I don't expect my clients to know everything but I can make it easier for them so that they understand it and it's a concept that makes sense to them. So that's good. really painting the picture for them is, is part of it, but it's like just it. make it easy. You do a good
1: job of making it easy and understand for people. Yes. And that's, I love people... Like you and like the other industries we talked about a couple weeks ago, we had Colin Clark on there. I know he's a good friend of ours. Um, We do a lot of networking together. You know, we were talking about the business mergers and acquisitions for business owners, right? Yeah. And I'm like, thank you for just taking a complicated thing and, like, breaking it down step by step for us. Oh, absolutely. And And I I love people that think you need that. that. And and
2: some of the books that I've read, you know, from from various, like, CEOs or or people in positions of power they have people – To to do that. They're not trying to master everything. They just need to know enough about it to know what they're doing and then trust an advisor to give them that, that position on, okay, here's what you should do. And so at the end of the day, you have to put some trust in in somebody or something. Um, But instead of me going out and researching it or going on WebMD and going, oh my God, I do have a tumor. (laughs) Um, I'm going to go to a doctor. I have one rule (laughs) in life. Never Google medical symptoms. Ever. Ever.
1: If you want to know how to like stretch something to like alleviate, like, you know, they're figure out some exercises, you know, like, okay, Google that, right? If you know what's wrong and you need to figure out how to fix it, Google that. But outside of that, if you're like, I got this going on and this, and I'm googling it. It's never going to turn out good. Right, it's going to cause anxiety. And it's just not a good situation. No, so, I
2: completely, I completely agree. Yeah. It, it's it's just one of those situations where um, knowing too much, but not having a direction for yeah. it, you're just like, oh my god! But I heard this is a problem. You're like that's a problem for like one percent of the entire world. And my Don't wife's worry about on it. the
1: other side of that, being in the medical field as a physician assistant, like. She knows too much for her own good. To where when something is going on, she's like she's researching it along with the doctor, trying to. And I'm like, oh, just, right. Oh, I know. Like you're you're causing some stress. It it, life, it you
2: drives know? you crazy. So, so I'm really it, kind
1: of happy that I'm medically ignorant about things. Sometimes. I am too. Except yeah, my for, chest hurts and like my heart rate's really high, but like I'm fine. Like, and then
2: eventually, part of it's just like, oh, I'm getting old, so yeah. I guess like it's just gonna hurt from now on. Yeah, exactly, so right? No big deal. Like your yeah. your arms just gonna feel that you're way. Get a checkup every year. Blood work done. No, you know, they're gonna fine. look at it and go, yeah, that's normal. Yeah. And you go normal, but it's pain. Like, yeah, Yeah. it's going to happen. You're getting old. So no big deal. I love it.
1: I love it. Um, So what are kind of three, before we move on from the insurance topic, what's kind of three common mistakes you see people make when it comes to just their insurance needs, right? So on the personal side, we don't have to talk commercial, but just on a personal side, like...
2: Well, the the biggest thing, I mean, the number one thing I I see is deductibles. Okay. Um, The deductibles play such an important part in in if you ever have to actually use your insurance. And so... A price can look good on paper, but then in respect to the duct- deductibles that you pay, um, I had a I had a homeowner, and this is a, a very recent example. But I had a homeowner, she's buying a house for like three hundred thousand yeah. dollars. Well, the insurance was going to cover her for four hundred and fifty thousand right. dollars. Her deductible that she was quoted was one percent, which sounds small, which sounds right. innocent. You know, one percent. Oh, that's great. Like yeah. That's a low deductible. Well, 1% of a $450,000 home coverage is, is $4,500. Yeah. She didn't know that. Yeah. And they didn't take the time to explain it to her. Nope. And if they had, they would have found out that she didn't like that number because right. it is a major expenditure for her. And she's putting a lot of money into buying her dream home. Yeah she doesn't have just a ton of extra money yeah. if you have a claim. And then the problem with insurance in general is you don't know that you'll ever have to make a claim Right. If you live in the same house for 20 years, never make a claim. You yeah. could live in a house for six months and have to make two. Yeah. You got to be comfortable with that number that you're going to have to pay though. And so educating people on their deductibles That's good. Um, and then just letting them know that, hey, there are discounts, you know, if you buy for longer term. And I right. always say like, look, if you go to Sam's, if you go to Costco, and you buy toilet paper, you don't buy one roll, you buy like 50 rolls, <laughs> right. and you're like, hey, I paid a little more for this, but I'm gonna use it at some point, so right. I've got 50 rolls because it's gonna happen. Yep. Well, same thing with insurance. If I tell them like, look, there is a discount if you buy it for six months at a time, or if you buy it for a year at a time, that's good. some clients are just like, yeah, I can do that because it is a fixed cost. Right. There are others that are more price sensitive, and that's fine. Right. It's just giving them that knowledge and letting them make the choice, I yeah. think is such an important thing because they're just like, oh, I have to do it this way. And it's like, well, well, you got choices. That's
1: And that's a really good point, too. Um, And honestly, I see that with a lot of clients with subscriptions they pay for in their businesses is I always say, like, get the numbers and make the best decision for you. Because there's a difference between cash flow, right? Being able to pay monthly and not have to have a big expense up front. Right. There's a benefit to that. But what's the cost savings by paying it up front? Can you swing it? Like, you know, so like you said, they have to make the best decision for them. Here's, Here's your options. Here's your savings. Here's the difference. Figure out what's best for you. So that's
2: yep. good to know. And, and yeah. So so deductibles, um, the the pricing, and then honestly, just uh, one thing that I've seen just so far in being in the independent world over the last few months is that some of those carriers are smaller and don't advertise as much, and it's because they don't put money into big national advertising yeah. campaigns. They are more there on the independent side because they know, like, look, our product is good, it's our good. product is strong. It's People it's A rated we want to be friends with the insurance brokers so that they can represent us and be able to explain That's our smart. strengths and so sometimes with these smaller companies they'll be like well how is the pricing so much better and it's yeah. like well there's a variety of reasons yep. but one of them is you're not paying for all the advertising of, of other you know fortune 100 right. companies which is is great yeah. and there's nothing wrong with advertising but no, it can but have an effect on your overall price right too. you gotta
1: think about from any business if you're paying for advertising you have to charge your customers more you gotta find the money right? somewhere they're not just showing that out taking it out of their profit margins. correct if they're smart. In my Probably. But, well, maybe they are, but uh, I don't. <laughs> no, it's good. Well, I appreciate you kind of mentioning that. So share just briefly kind of about your entrepreneurial journey, right? So you talked about, you know, being fresh here on your
2: own with Brightside. Yeah. And starting your um, own insurance brokerage. And,
1: you know, you don't have to go into a lot of detail. But, like, what made you want to kind of take that leap and, you know, dive into that?
2: Honestly, I, I'd i been in insurance with a, a the, the big Fortune 100 company for yeah. about four years. And I'd been on my own for two years, kind of doing my own thing as Patrick Varnum insurance agent. Yeah. Um, I had lunch with a friend and he just. Said, "What does it take to t- to become the Patrick Varnum show?" And I said, "What do you mean?" He's like, "Well, you've been in insurance for a couple of years, like, but you work for somebody, like, why why don't you branch out on, on your own?" And I was just like. I honestly question. don't know. I'm I'm yep. pretty happy with it. Yeah. And I think most people would be that same way. Like if they're happy with their job and they're satisfied with it, like maybe they're not making the most money in the world, but maybe they're comfortable with what they're doing. And so they think like, hey, I understand what I'm doing. I'm, I'm just going to keep it. doing it. And there's a lot of emphasis that you can put on being in the same with the same right. company for a long period of time. And that's a very old school way of thinking. Yeah. But anymore, I, I looked at the numbers and started thinking like, well, what do, what do I generate it on my own? Like, yeah. what have I built where I can honestly say that that relationship is mine, not necessarily something that a company gave to me. Yeah. And the more I looked at that, and the more I play with those numbers and, and realized what is possible if I build it the way that yeah. I want to build it, I was like, I think I can do this. Yeah. And so I talked to my wife about it, because obviously, she's going to have some questions yep. like, oh, you're quitting your job. Yeah. Like, During the middle of a pandemic. (laughs) Hey. Um, And I was, but I showed her the numbers and said, I think this this makes sense for what I want to do. And and having that work-life balance of being a little bit closer to home because my office was in St. Louis um, and seeing that that coming on the horizon is like, this is more time that I can just invest in myself. If I just work for myself. And I was like, so why not? And then after I started playing with the numbers, it's like, so yeah, I think I need to do this. this
1: this. That's awesome, man. I was really excited when you told me you were doing that and everything. And, Um, Obviously, I always love seeing people take that leap and start, you know, being in control of yourself, right? Yeah. Um, And that's one of my favorite things. I've said it multiple times on the podcast is, you know, you get to create whatever it is you want. Like, obviously, you're in the insurance world, right? But you get to pivot, you get to do what you want to do, you get to build your business around the lifestyle you want. Yes. Right? You can say, hey, I want to do this. I want to take my kids to school every day. Great. Great. Build your business around that. Like, you know, hey, I want to, I've got a client that's like, hey, I want to work really hard for three weeks. Up to 50 hours a week, and then the fourth week I want to take off to spend with my wife and our kid and go on vacation or do whatever, right? Um, And I'm like, great. So let's make sure that you make enough money in three weeks that you're good on the fourth week and, like, right? just build your business around how you want your life to be like. And And, and so I love when people take kind of that that journey um, or that leap of faith and and say, I'm going to go do this and and figure out how to make it work. Like, it's fun.
2: And that was the different thing to me, is getting used to being on my own time. So you have this idea of when you are and aren't supposed to be working. And so when I was at the old company, it's like, oh, okay, well, you know, this is, these are my set hours. And now I've found like working for myself, it's like, oh man, so really no I'm working all hours. kinds of hours, yeah. like just different things that come up or because of the day, like if there's certain time blocks where I'm not yeah. you know, going to be working the yeah. business, then I have to make time blocks later on in the day and go, look, you, you give up one thing to do the other thing. Yep. Um, I think the nice thing is every day I go pick up my kids at three yeah. o'clock. So instead That's of awesome. taking a lunch, And I still take lunches. Yeah, but but like instead of taking a lunch, like I've got that little half hour window between three and three thirty where I'm not available. I'm available by phone. Right. I'm available by email. But like if they want me in front of my computer I don't have to answer it, to anybody yeah. and say like, oh, sorry, you know, sorry I can't do this. Like yeah. I, I enjoy that. And yeah. so it, it, I, I take that as a huge luxury oh, it is. because I think that there's a balance that you have to maintain yeah. and, and too many people worry about, oh, I'm going to be the number one hustler and I'm just going to really push it. I'm like, but there's balance. Like what are you giving yeah. up to be that number one hustler? You can still build your dreams right. and not kill yourself to do it because yeah. in 20 years, I don't want to look back and go, God, I never saw my kids, yeah. but look at what I built. Yeah.
1: Do I want to be there good. for them, yeah, so I no, think there's
2: that's... a balance of both of that, and then even though it is more time spent, I've I've got that. Yeah, I mean no. at least I'm starting to.
1: Yeah, no, that's good. Well, and I think you know it's one of those things. Yeah, and you have to watch it, and I'll say this from experience too: of like, oh well, it's eight o'clock at night. I could get something done. Oh, wife and kids are gone. Like, oh, I could get some work done right now. And like, if it's because you're doing something tomorrow and you're taking part of the day off justifiable. Different, right? right. But when you always, I mean, when you own your own business, there's always something you can do. Even if like you're caught up with everything for all your clients and every, like your books are done and everything's a hundred percent caught up, never happens. But if it was, yeah, you could always start thinking about like another marketing strategy, where your company's going, yeah. what do you have to do to hire the next? Like, there's always something you can do. And it's kind of a struggle at times because you have to have that balance in there. Yes. Like you kind of have to still. I try to still set hours as much as possible. Mm-hmm. And again, if it's like, hey, my wife's gone; she's got a meeting for work tonight. Like maybe I'll work late, or I, hey, I'm taking tomorrow off to golf, so like I don't mind working a little later tonight or something. But like you have to have that balance in there yeah. still, because otherwise you'll literally just consume yourself with work. Oh, and
2: I completely agree, and, yeah. and I think I, I felt like that way i f- I felt like that was important for me at the beginning of w- why I was deciding to do it. I was like, if I'm going to do this, it's going it really is going to be the way that I want to do it. Yeah, um, the things that i that drive me crazy about insurance before I was in the industry yeah. are still things that drive me crazy. <laughs> right. and they're the things that everybody hates. They hate calling one eight hundred numbers yep. to be on hold for twenty minutes to ask a question, then yep. be asked their password, and then to be asked their birthday, and yep. then to be asked their last social, just to go, hey, do I have coverage for this? Yeah. No? Okay, yep. thanks. Thanks. So I try and make myself as available for the clients, yeah. because realistically with mm-hmm. insurance, and i think about how many times you've talked to your insurance agent right. over the last year, how many times do you need them for something? It's not often, right? So you might get this client that's paying you hundreds of dollars or thousands of dollars a year to have your services the least you can do is answer their phone calls or their emails. And I I feel like that's something that's lost once you get bigger. um, And that's something that I I take very seriously. It's like, no, if I'm going to do something, I'm going to stick to a schedule about it. But at the same time, I'm also going to balance off and I will set expectations with clients. Like, look, I will have this done in this amount of time. Right.
1: So just just So, so we're on the
2: same page. You know, I can't, I can't, I can't be settling everybody's emergency. I want to be there for them, but sometimes you have to put precedence on like your own sanity and say like, nope, this is that window that I'll I'll be able to do it, and here's when you get it back. And you set those expectations, and most people, because they're people, are like, yeah, I get it. Reasonable.
1: Yep. No, nope, I'm with you on that.
2: So flexibility is the name of the game.
1: I love it. I love it. I always joke and say I'm unemployable at this point. I've been my own boss for so long. I'm unemployable. So, and I, I say that jokingly, but like I think there's a lot of truth behind that. So It'd
2: be weird to go back to it. Yeah. Even after three, two, two and a half months. I, almost like two months. There's
1: a dollar figure in my head that I'm like, I could maybe do it for that. But, yeah, I don't know. It's not gonna matter. I love what I do, and I want to keep doing it and building this. But, exactly. You know, at the same time, it's like I always think about that. I'm like, what would it actually take to get me?
2: I think to... that it shows though. I think yeah. if I think it, regardless, I think if somebody's really passionate about what they do, like it, yeah. it comes through. Yeah. And like the cool thing is, like you can tell that, like you're just like, oh, they love what they do. That sounds right. terrible to me. Yeah. But they love what they do, <laughs> yep. and and good for them. Like yep. uh, my my sister-in-law's a, a pediatrics nurse. Yeah. Could never do it. I don't like blood. I don't like giving people bad news about any maladies yep. that they may or may not be going through, especially not when the kids are involved. Yeah. Could never do it. I don't care how much money. I just like, not my strength. Yep. But it's I can. It's hers. She yep. loves it. She loves knowing that stuff. And I think that's so cool to be passionate about it. So right. th- to me, it's just like, it doesn't matter what you do. Just just love it. And yep. if you don't love it, then why are you doing it? Yeah. And so when I was at the other company, I was like, I don't know that I love this anymore. And I was like, why don't I just do it myself? Yeah, that's cool. Because I, I love it now. That's good. That's good. So I want to kind of shift the rest of our conversation
1: to um, just like how you market yourself and your brand. Um, so one thing I've always admired about you is the way that you use social media to build your brand. And, you know, you, some you may not even recognize it sometimes. Uh, I know you're intentional about it, but we were talking before we started recording, like it's not rocket science what you do. Yeah. Uh, but I give you a lot of props for it because it works. So, um, so share a little bit about like how you've used you know Facebook and social media and stuff to to build, you know your brand over the years, right? Like what's sure. kind Absol- walk us through your thoughts. Absolutely,
2: thought I think I think there's a fine line between comedy and entertainment yeah. and and being serious about what you do, and I think. I try and come off very lighthearted. And and again, part of bright side is just that optimistic, like, yeah. hey, things could always be worse. Um, and in, in insurance, you see a lot of things that have gone wrong for people and they have stories and you just can't believe them. Like, it's like, oh my God, what else happened? And so I use that in my own personal life to, on social media, just, just be me. Like, if I'm thinking something or if I've asked a question or if I posted a picture about I mean, shoot, food, or yeah. my dog, or my kids, right. or just hang out in the backyard. It's just what's going on in my life, and so I don't, I don't really try and pretend to be anything no, I'm not. You're, not um, you're authentic. I just, I, I, it is who you get, and so when somebody talks to me. They, they know like, oh man, it, it's, it's not just a show. Like he was, re- he really said those dumb yeah. things and that's really how he is in his yeah. real life too. Well, but it, it makes her relatable.
1: It does. It does. And that's that's why I wanted to have this conversation with you about it. And it was ironic that then you started your own business. I'm like, perfect. We can wrap that into this conversation too. But you know, you're very authentic in how you use social media. Like you're you, you're relaxed, you're, you're the same bubbly, fun, positive self. Um, and it shows through on there. But it's funny because the the argument I get when we have, when we talk through social media with like how to use it, right? And I try to go beyond just like how to use it for your business page and stuff yeah. and say like, here's what you can personally do to help your engagement on social media. Uh, and it's everything that you're doing. <laughs> and most people push back and they were like, people don't care about this. And I said, that's where you're wrong. Because I used to think this too, that I'm like, why would I post The lunch I just had at Snarf's up the street here Mm -hmm. um, because I don't care about it. Like, I don't feel the need to post that out there for people, right? Right. But the thing is, people are looking for entertainment. Why Mm -hmm. else do they go to social media?
2: Yeah. They're bored. They got 15
1: minutes to go. Exactly. They're on break. They're on hold. They want to feel connected with people, right? Like, I love Facebook. Sometimes it's a love-hate thing, obviously. Yes, Um, for sure. But, like, for the most part, I love Facebook because I can stay connected with people that maybe I don't talk to as much. Yeah. You know, you and I see each other at networking stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, we don't talk every day. Right. But, like, we're friends on Facebook. Yeah. And I see what's going on in your life. And it's nice to feel connected to where when I see you and I'm like, oh, hey, man, like, I saw, like, your dog. Like, right. you know, we have conversations about yeah. stuff, right? Um, and people go to social media for those things. And so it's funny. Like, I always push back on that. And I'm like, you may not care about it. You may not even enjoy looking at other people's stuff, mm-hmm. but people are on there to be entertained. They're mm-hmm. on there to feel connected with people. Use that. Like, right. you know, don't misuse it, but use it to your advantage because that's what the platform is for. It's for fostering the connections and relationships.
2: Exactly. I mean, at, at, the, at the purest form of it, it's, it's getting to – it's your audience getting to know you better yeah. without you having to have one-to-one meetings with – everybody. 5,000 people that are on your Facebook. So instead of going to 5,000 people who may or may not send you business going, hey, here's me in a nutshell. Let's talk about all the things that make me weird and make you weird. And let's talk about it together. I can just do that with a question so like hey, does anybody else feel this way or right. what's good on TV right yeah. now or, or you know just where are you, gauge the barometer of where people are at with things right. that aren't necessarily super serious and and I know that there's a whole um, you know there, there's a whole way to get lost in social media too oh, but I try sure. and keep it very lighthearted because it's like look there are a million things you can focus on in the world that are negative there's so many things that yeah. will always be bad if you only focus on those like right. you're going to it's a, it's a depressing like that's depressing to yeah. live like that so I try and encourage Like, hey well what's the fun side of this? Like what what is something good going on? Because too many people are willing to go on Facebook and go, Everything's terrible, don't talk to me. And you're like, Well what's wrong? And then you why yeah it's a a negative rabbit hole. I uh
1: well and and I'm glad you say that because and here's what's awesome about this and I think there's a lot of people out there searching for that positive interaction right because there's obviously the negative side on social media um and you know I was looking through just like your profile and just like things you had posted lately before we got on here today and I started looking through and like just the amount of comments you get on all of your stuff right there's a lot of people that engage on it and I think it's because people want to engage in positive things. Yeah. People enjoy that. Right, like I'm not gonna lie. There was one you said it earlier. Like, hey, what's everybody watching on TV right now? Like, I waited, and about 12 hours later, I went back to it just mm-hmm. so I could scroll through and be like, saw that, saw that. Nope, haven't seen that one yet. Saw that. Nope, haven't seen. And I'm like, oh, all right. Well, there's some ideas there. It like, and it's,
2: it's interesting too because not only do you get to find out what they what they're watching because they're not yeah. probably not recommending it because they've never seen it. Right? right. Like, and I will say this fully: if I ever tell somebody to watch Ted Lasso, it's I, because I think it's an amazing I was show. You were gonna say that because I think it's an amazing show. I think it's super positive oh and I don't know how they make so everybody's so brilliantly imperfectly lovable yes like you're just like oh my god you're the worst person in the world but i kind of love what you're doing yeah and so it's really hard to do that i think ted lasso does a great job of it but i wouldn't recommend that if i hadn't watched it so when i when i ask opinions of people i try to make it stuff that you couldn't just google it's not like hey who was president in 1875 (laughs) like i have no idea and then nobody else yeah and it's like great well that was the answer thing so like i try and make it like what is your opinion because i really want to know Like, what's good? And if 20 people say this is a show to watch,
1: maybe... Maybe there's something to it. Maybe there's something to it. I, uh... We could have a whole other podcast episode about Ted Lasso. We're not. Yeah, go no there. kidding. That's like no. my favorite show. I, right it is now. so good. I love it's it. It's fantastic. Every Friday night, I'm like, yep. "All right, let's let's watch I, it this weekend." So. I
2: joke. I joke with my wife about it all the time, but I t- like that, and I'll stop talking about Ted Lasso. Yeah, but right. it is a show that literally makes I've cried happy tears. Yes. multiple times watching that show. I'm like, how is it that good? I will say this,
1: it, and then we are moving on. from Yes. This. Okay. I said last year, whenever season one came out, it was the show that everybody needed. In yep. the pandemic last year. Absolutely. Because it was funny. Mm-hmm. It was comical. It's it very, was heartfelt. It was very heartfelt. It was inspiring. Yes. Like a lot of his things that he talks about with the team. It's yeah. like, you know, even his little one-liners are like, oh. Oh, they're great. Like, the you know, great like. Way, the great way to look at life. Yes. It's a yes. great way to look at it's life. A, it's the bright side. It is. Um, um, yeah. Appreciate
2: that. Yeah. No, it's good. Um, but, but yeah, yeah it was, no, like
1: you really just do a good job of picking up, you know, on engagement with people. And, yeah, I just, you know, it's, like I
2: said, it's it's fun for me. And so that's that's half of half of why I do it. It's just it is something that comes up in my head and it could be over the dumbest thing. And it's like, well, who's right in this situation right. or, or how does this how does this work? But just I think t- to me, it's just be the authentic version of myself. Yeah. And so when, when people really get to know me, then, yes, it's a little more unfiltered because, I'm not talking to a thousand people, but there's a right. time and place for it. So yeah. there there are certain things that, you know, It just you're only going to cause more divisiveness and, and, and just argue, ugly, ugly arguments for no reason. Yep. And if that's what you want to do, like. There's Again, good about what that. what's fun about that? Like, yeah. what is fun? What is enjoyable about that? If that like, was your
1: plan, you would have had to call your company dark side insurance. Exactly.
2: Insurance. Yeah. And then I'd have a whole lawsuit from, you yeah, know, LucasArts and thing. Disney. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, I don't got that Disney thing. money. So, right, I know. Uh, yeah, I'm not messing with that. But yeah. it's just one of those things where just keep, keep it positive, keep the focus on the positive, try and build people up. And when they give you ideas, just respect them because yeah. it might not be your idea. It might not be the same way you think, but you have to try and re- respect where they're coming from because I think it's just, it's an empathy thing yeah. that, no, that I have always been like, oh, let's look at the other side of the coin like how would i feel if i was in this situation because yep. i don't know
1: well and that's a good perspective and you know like i said a lot of people just they not push back but they just they don't understand really all the benefits of it right yeah um and I, I literally had this conversation with two different clients in the last two days so it's very ironic we're talking about this today um but you know and one of them was like oh, he's like okay well what could i have posted you know here today like we're talking about stories right using mm-hmm. the stories feature on facebook and instagram and you know some of that stuff and i and i was like okay i said walk me through your day and he's like, well, I woke up, and I did this, and then I made you know brunch for my wife and I, and then we went and I went and cleaned the garage out, and I did this, and then I came to meet you. And I was like, okay. I said, what What do you think you could have posted? And he's like, eh, probably like the food. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. that, that's one. And I said, you could have done this, oh, and you could have done something with this. Oh, you could have done a little boomerang video with this. And oh, I yeah. like literally picked out five things. And I said, and that's without me visually being there, seeing through your day. That's right. just the topics and how. And he was like,
2: oh. I mean even based on that like the, the garage thing start of it what it looked like before yep. after yeah, nothing happens over like immediate right yep. like it can look that easy like right. hey let me snap my fingers and boom my garage right. is perfect it took hours and yeah. it's, it's the same way with anybody that's going out on their own like that business is going to grow over time if you take care of it yep. nobody sees the hours of work that you put into it nobody sees all of the things that you have to do behind the scenes to make that show run right. successfully so it's kind of cool to give people that insight look like Hey, it didn't just snap my fingers in right. the garage is clean. I, this is what it looked like before. And this is what I did. Being able to talk about that because people right. will relate to that and resonate yep. with that. And that's just like, from hearing that's like, oh man, I would absolutely yeah. share that with people. Right. Let them know or that like, you're not just. Hey, on
1: a scale of one to 10, like
2: who loves a clean, organized garage? Right. Most people, I yeah. would hope, say yes, post a picture true. of the left and the you know left and right and say yeah. which garage would you rather have? Yeah, and if anybody says left, call them crazy and yes. have fun with it and exactly. like you know joke with them about it. But yep. like, there's always things that you can ask people for opinions for, and they don't necessarily have to be like you know. Well, let me let's talk about religion or you know right. what I mean? Like you don't have to get into serious things yep. you know with your audience just to, for, just for them to get to know you. Yeah. And if that's a part of something that's important to you, regardless of what it is, then know your audience and talk about it. But be proud of what you're talking about, regardless. That's
0: but be willing to back that up.
1: That's a good point. Oh, and that's what, you know, kind of thinking through that. And I'm like, you know, you just gotta, you have to make it intentional to do it. Right? Yes. We talked really about consistency. And I know that's one thing that you're really good about. You're always consistent about posting stuff. Yeah,
2: and I think that's the part that's not rocket science is people are so afraid to be like, oh, well, I don't want to do my first podcast. I don't want to do my first YouTube video. I don't want to, you know, sell things on Etsy um, because they've never done it before. It's like, but you had to start somewhere. I can't imagine that the first thing that William Shakespeare wrote, whether he plagiarized it or not is a whole other subject, (laughs) but the first thing they wrote probably wasn't amazing. Probably wasn't perfect. It probably sucked, but he did it. He started. The first time I did a video about insurance... I look at it now and like, oh, that was rough. Yeah. But it was me and it was the best that I could do at that yep. time. And I think as long as people are using that as their guiding light is what's the best decision I can make with the information I have right now. Right. That's what they have to go on. And yeah. they can look back and go, man, I would have totally done it a different way.
1: Yeah. Um, and that's good. And, I, you know, so we earlier this um, this year we had Jeff Fitzer on uh, for an episode. Jeff's another guy really focused on social media stuff. Yeah it was episode seven so if you're wanting more info about some of this and the kind of gameplay plan like reference back to that shameless plug not even sorry but um <laughs> but you know it's a lot of the stuff that, and we're just kind of taking it to a different level with you on it and he always says my crappy post will outperform your non-existent one every day yep yeah like the first time i heard that i was like oh that's good like but it's it, it's so start. simple right it's it a
2: simple thing to get it's yep. like well it's better than not doing it at all yeah
1: Absolutely. I think people, you know, people, I always say, want to do business with people they know, like, and trust. Yep. Right? You get to know somebody, they like you, they trust you. And I I literally cannot think of a better way, like you said, without having to do one-to-one meetings with Mm -hmm. 5,000 people to get people to know, like, and trust you than being authentic, being transparent. Yep. Like, hey, this is what my garage looked like this morning. Right. I'm going to own it. Oh, and now here's what it looks like this afternoon. Yeah. you know, like nobody's perfect. Nothing everybody's more got,
2: vulnerable and transparent than that. Everybody's got a junk drawer at home. Yeah. and everybody's in, got a cardboard box that's full of crap that they said they'd get to. Yeah. They get it. They're not going to go. Oh, like never. Yeah. That's crazy. Oh, never, no, I no, wouldn't I'm do business with now. them. You see his garage? Yeah, exactly. They like seeing progress. It's that subconscious
1: thing where yeah. people get they feel like they really get to know you. Yeah, you know. I mean, there's people that. I've become friends with on Facebook that I've pr- maybe never met or met yeah. like in oh, a bank yeah. or something. They added me. And I'm like, I kind of feel like I know you. Like I would like to get to know you a little more before I did business with right. you. But like at least enough to where I'm like, yeah, I know enough about but you. But sometimes you point. get
2: a feel for a person who's you like, do. no, I like them. Like they're going to get it. And yep. and I think that that's like, you're right. Like people just want to do business with People that they get or they understand or yeah. like feel, feel like have the same sort of like energy that they have. Like if, if I just got on, I was like, you should buy you should buy insurance because yeah. you, you should. I don't, I don't, do I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I don't really care. Well, but like the thing that always comes back to me is like people like to buy. They don't like to be sold to. So when I talk about insurance, and I'll, I'll usually space out my insurance yeah. my insurance posts. Like I don't I don't post like hey Every insurance in the morning, yeah. insurance in the afternoon, insurance in the evening. It's usually about my life. Yeah. But when I do talk about insurance. It, it never really worries me so much because I know that that's not going to get as much engagement. But people will see it. Yeah. Because I've had people come up to me multiple times and be like, oh, my God, I saw what you did on Facebook yesterday. And I was like, you didn't even comment or like it or right. anything. But they're but watching. And that's well, fine. Because that, in the back of their head, that's where insurance is. Yep. It's not this thing that they wear on their sleeve like an Adidas you know, sweatshirt or you know, brand new Nikes. Like They're like, I got insurance. Right. You don't need to see it. Yep. We don't need to talk about it. Well and that, and and that's insurance.
1: That's perfect, because Jeff and I talked a lot in that episode about like, just the algorithms and all that stuff, mm-hmm. and that's exactly what it is. He says, you know 10 to 20 percent of your content should be business, 80 to 90 percent personal, right? Because people are going to engage with the personal stuff. They're yeah. going to see your business stuff. Even if you don't get engagement on it, they're seeing it, right? Yep. Anybody that's friends with you on Facebook knows that you are in the insurance world. Yeah, and that's the goal. Like that's the whole goal. And again, you're just an authentic good person too. But like, that's the goal of social media for business is I want everybody I'm friends with to understand that I'm here to help business owners. Right. If you want to start a business, talk to us. I'll at least help guide you through it. Exactly. If you want to take your business to the next level, call me like, That's the goal of it, right?
2: But that's the beautiful part of it, though. And and I feel that way about insurance. It's like, look, I want to be a resource. I want to help you. I want it to make sense for you. There have been plenty of times where I've told somebody not to move. Stay where you're at because it doesn't make sense. As much as I'd appreciate that business, I don't think it makes sense for you right now. If it changes in the future, let me know. And nine out of ten times, it does work out in the future. Yeah. But if you if you force the sale one time, yeah. and this is another thing that's been huge for me, it's like I point blank tell people, I am not interested in being your agent for one year. Yeah. I wanna be your agent for the next 10 to 20 years. Right. So if with that mindset, because here's something that always happens with every insurance policy that's ever been written. Price is going to go up at some point.
1: What? That happens? Crazy. I but know, right? it's
2: either going to go up, it's going to go down, or it's going to yeah. stay the same. And I always tell people, like, you have a responsibility because we're going to know what that pricing is about 45 days before you renew. It's going to do one of three things. If it goes up and it only goes up $5, you might not care. But if it right. goes up a 1000 you're going to be calling me, go Patrick. What's the deal? Well,
1: and here's the beauty. You're a broker now. So exactly. So I'm out.
2: going to look for solutions for yep. you, and I'm going to give you the best of what I have. And as long as you trust me to do that part of it, we can have a relationship for as long as you want. But one thing that I won't do is I won't short you on on coverage just to make right. the sale, and I won't you know I won't berate other carriers because. Yep. Every carrier has its strength. That's why there's not just one insurance company. So you have to play to those. And some of them have a bigger appetite for it. And there's a lot of things behind the scenes that a person just walks in. Well, why does my brother pay different, you know, amounts for insurance? It's like, your brother drives a 92 Honda Civic that's been free and clear and he's liability only. And you've got a 2018 Lexus. So maybe be nicer to your brother because he's whatever. You know what I mean? So like, but people always get that in the head. Well, like, why am I not paying that? It's like, it's all situational. You just had a 16-year-old. You know, you just had a 16 year old um, get into their first accident. So you're going to see an increase or you're buying a house that's double the square footage of your old house. So of course the price is going to go up. But like as they deal with life, that's where I come in. I'm like, look, this is the best paint picture I can paint for you right now with your insurance. If things change, here's where I see it moving to. And if I can help, I'll be a part of that. But honestly, I don't chase the sale because Nobody likes to be sold to, yep. and I'm not doing it for, for just for my health. Like, no. If it makes sense, great. If it if doesn't, doesn't, I'll be the first person to tell you because yep. I'd rather be. you refer I'm me to way. somebody else yeah. and go, hey, Patrick couldn't help me, but he will at least tell you what's going on yep. nope. versus, oh, yeah, I bought it and it's whatever. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I want my people to be able to refer me with no qualms about referring That's me.
1: That's good. That's good. Um, so before we wrap up, I got one final thought and then one question for you. Sure. Um, so one thing, the other thing I always, always kind of get pushback from on people is like adding people as friends on Facebook, right? Mm-hmm. And they're like, I just don't like – if I don't know you well, I don't really want to be friends with you on Facebook. And I'm like, okay, well, that's one way to do it. But here's my thoughts are, one, every person that you add on Facebook becomes kind of in some way an ambassador for your brand if they like you, yeah. right? Because you're going to post stuff. They're going to see it. And they're a potential referral source for you now or a client in the future. Now, I'm not saying to go out and just add people you don't know on Facebook. But people that you've met, maybe at a networking event, or maybe it's even a customer or something. And a lot of people are like, well, I don't want to add, like, customers on here. I'm like, well, don't add everybody. But people that you had a friendship, a conversation with, like, whatever. And I always say, I'm like, don't – as a business owner, you shouldn't be doing anything on Facebook. You wouldn't want your customers to see. Right. I mean
2: let's start with that. The, the like 100% like yeah. I, that's I don't that's what I don't get what how people don't understand that like social media is completely voluntary. Yeah. So if you're going to go on there and just throw a rant about anything. Yeah. Realize that you are alienating people from who you are. But if that's really how you feel, then that's so great. you I'm just all for have to know speech. that you have to, exactly. I am too. It's just but know that like is. on Facebook and social media in general like it's all at will. Nobody's making you type anything. So if you yeah. feel a certain way about it and, you, and you're willing to take that kind of blowback, then do it. Yep. But know that you're going to potentially – lose people so while i'm not saying like oh everybody should have the exact same thought and there should be no no disagreement but like just realize that it's it's a voluntary platform and like you can get people to like you but you also turn people off to you exactly depending on what you're posting there's a handful of
1: people that i'm like yeah okay i got a little different perspective yeah like oh yeah i know that's besides the point but anyway so i say that to say like Add people on there. Like to me, yes. if you are using social media to build your brand, and if you're not, then you're not. That's fine. I recommend doing it because it's such a huge tool. Mm-hmm. I've seen you and numerous people that use it in, in such a great way. Um, but add people as friends, every person. Yeah. It's almost like going into an email campaign type thing, right. right? Like it's just to remind people who you are, what you do and, and whether, you know, again, be authentic with it. And I, that's one thing I really appreciate the way you do it is, is you're yourself, right? Mm-hmm. And you know that your business is going to grow because of it, Yeah, but you're also just you. And and yep. that's what, that's what I like. And I think that's the key to a lot of people. And listening to this is be yourself, be authentic, but use social media to build your brand, your business, whatever it is you're trying to accomplish, um and just get the limiting beliefs out of your way.
2: Yes. I, I I I it's it's all about just being you because you're not gonna be everybody's cup of tea, but you're gonna be somebody's cup of yep. tea. And exactly. that's where it matters. And and I had this conversation with my son again as he's going into high school. Yeah. So he's going from a small eighth grade class to Freeburg element or Freeburg High yeah. Schools, pretty big high schools. He's like, yeah. There's two hundred people in his class. And I and I said you're going to find people now in high school that you didn't know in eighth grade because it's a bigger school. And so you're going to find more people that like the same things that you do. And yeah. and, and there's nothing wrong with anything that you like, like right. whatever it is you like, you're going to find the great thing about social media too. Is you'll find somebody that likes yeah. what you like. You can build an audience within that. Like you can be super passionate about it yep. and more and more people find out it doesn't really matter. Cause Hey, they like that too. I mean, I, it'll it'll come as a huge shock to, to a lot of people when I tell them like oh I own like 350 board games. Yeah. Um, they're just fun. There, it's an activity. Yeah. It, it challenges the mind. It gives me some a puzzle I to figure it. out, and like it's it's social for me. Like my friends will come over. Yeah. We'll open up craft beer or wine, or like you know just have pizza and we'll we'll play games yeah. together. And like it's just a social interaction for me. So I take that aspect of it. it's like board games. Well, that's well, like Monopoly. And it's like right. no, there's there's a lot more than that. Yeah. But like you just find something that you enjoy doing, and then you like can it. make it relative to your audience because there's gateways into that. That's so.
1: good. That's good. Well, my final question for you is. What's one final piece of advice you want to leave business owners with?
2: Take the jump. If you think that you can't, you probably can. Believe in yourself for two months. Yeah. Um, I left a very well-paying position and could have stayed there forever. Yeah. Um, and I realized that at some point, most of that money that I would earn would go towards the company's pocket. And what I wanted to build was for myself, for my family. So if you have the experience and you have the mindset, take the leap. Try it. Try it because you still got a resume that you built somewhere. You can always – can always go back. You can always go back because, you know, it's not necessarily a bridge that I burned. No. But you could go back if you had to. Yeah. But if you think that you can, just take the risk. Just jump into the pool. Just just do it because like nobody's going to poke you any harder than you poke yourself. I mean, I think of all the bosses I've had in my life, yeah. and none of them motivated me more than I was internally motivated to get it done. If I wanted something and I had a goal, I went for it. That's good. And it didn't always work out the way that I wanted to, but at least I shot for it. Yep. Because, like again, that. like that, that, that the other person said, like, yeah. um, well, it's a Wayne Gretzky quote. Like, you never yeah. make a shot you don't take or you miss 100% of the shots you don't there take. You go. Yeah. There it is. Yep, there um, it is. Michael Scott. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh,
1: my God. We are talking about the office <laughs> now. We're just going to do a whole episode later on about TV shows. Yeah, that's I could talk about do. pop culture for a long time. Um, so but could... no, I, I love that. And I've met more people that have regretted not taking that leap than people that took the leap and regretted it. Yes. And I think that's a very important thought. So. Mm-hmm. Um, Pat, how how can people get a hold of you if they have questions about insurance? They want to chat with oh, you about yeah. it. Oh
2: yeah, so um, obviously, if they want to connect with me, um, Patrick Varnum on Facebook is my personal page. Brightside Insurance Agency LLC in Belleville, Illinois is yeah. my work page. Um, 618-340-2310 if they awesome. want to call or Patrick Varnum at Brightside Ins. I N S man. That's that's harder. It See, one of those did. hindsight yeah. things, yeah. like that I wish yeah. I changed. But brightsideins.com for Perfect. INS for insurance. Um, that's one awesome. of those things I I still love it because it's still mine. But yeah. I kind of wish I have to I have to I have to repeat that to yeah. people when huh. they're asking for it. I'm, with I'm you like, on that. I'll email you first.
1: I thought elite business advising was going to be easy, and then I typed it out for the first time, and I'm like, yeah, that's pretty long. So, well,
2: my other know. choice was to shorten Brightside and just do BS insurance, and mm, I was yeah, like, I don't know it. that I, I like. I like Brightside. Brightside's way, way better. So, yeah. I'll put that in the show notes, so just that way if people have questions. Perfect. You to get yeah. A hold of you but yeah, if, I mean, honestly, if if if, if they're watching this yeah. and there's somebody that that follows you regularly, they're probably somebody that I would get along with. Yeah. So, if they want to 100%. shoot me a message on Facebook and just chat about anything. Yeah. It doesn't have to be anything serious. I don't really care. Like, I love talking to people and their stories too so and i'll recommend connect with pat on facebook
1: and sure. uh, just see how he does it that's what i tell people I mean, if you want to learn connect with people that utilize social media well and just see what they're doing and learn from them yep that's learn what i do be authentic that's so. what i do
2: i love watching other people get better at it and yep. just learn from them so it's, it's fun to watch
1: it's awesome well thanks for taking time to come record this i appreciate it and i look forward to our episode talking all about tv shows
2: yeah oh god anytime we would do a round table on that it might go a while but just depends it. on the show all thanks right thank you chris appreciate you. it